This is Back of House News, where we cover the biggest restaurant and food service industry headlines. This week, we discuss how to design a restaurant that attracts great employees. For more, we go to Back of House reporter Grace Dickinson. Hi, Grace. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Claudia. It's good to be here. So we know that restaurant employment is gradually increasing, but the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics recently released a new report showing that hiring slowed for restaurants and bars in August, and the industry is still about 600,000 workers short of its pre-pandemic levels, which means that staffing is still an obvious challenge across the industry. You recently wrote about attracting employees through restaurant design, which feels like a strategy that's not often talked about when it comes to staffing. So can you start by telling us a little bit more about your research and some of those findings? Right. So restaurant design isn't a quick fix. This is something that's typically planned out in the early stages of building a restaurant. But we know that the physical environment that someone has to work within day in and day out, it obviously plays a huge role in employee satisfaction and also retention. We're starting to see this topic get a little bit more focused now that employee wellness in general is getting what we know is a well-deserved spotlight across the industry. Sure. And I know that you spoke with an architect and a design consultant about how to create a better work environment overall. And we know that there are so many factors that go into this. Did they have any advice on what operators should consider first? Good restaurant design really starts with a well-thought-out layout. And this is something you're typically discussing with an architect up front. But usually there are tweaks you can make even once your restaurant's up and running. You essentially want to start by visualizing all of the actual tasks that staff have to carry out within their day-to-day workflow, and then start to map that out so you can create these efficient and safe pathways. So just as an example, you don't want your bartender to have to take three steps every time they need to get ice when that could really just require one step if it was planned out properly. Similarly, you don't want your bussers constantly turning blind corners to drop dishes and putting them at risk of bumping into other wait staff. And you want to have things like shelving at arm's reach so you're not requiring people to drop down into a, sp- a squat every time they need to restock silverware or grab a spatula. Mm-hmm. It really comes down to thinking about all these small details and doing everything in your power to map out a design that eliminates these day-to-day points of frustration. And that could even mean evaluating your tech stack. So can you get a POS system, for example, that works from a tablet so staff don't constantly have to run back and forth to a stationary system? It's really about looking for those small ways to cut down on extra and any unnecessary steps for your staff. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. What about factors like temperature? We know that kitchens are notoriously very hot or can get very hot and can create some pretty miserable conditions for back-of-house employees. Is there any way to alleviate some of those pain points? Yeah, so kitchens are going to be hot, but avoiding that point where it gets downright miserable largely comes down to ventilation. Along the cook line, you have what's called makeup air, which is essentially additional air that's used to replace air that's being sucked up from the hood. And this air is generally blown down on the cooks who are working on the line, typically from a small box that sits in front of the hood. Operators can choose to air condition this air rather than just pull in air at the current temperature outside. It is an added cost, but experts say it generally pays off. When it's hot, you risk staff calling out or even losing staff. 
And when it's 100 degrees outside, which we've seen, you know, record numbers across the country. Right. It can make a substantial difference to have air conditioned makeup air being blown in rather than 100 degrees air or 100 degree air from outside being blown down on those line cooks. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I know that kitchens not only get a bad rep for being hot, but also for being these really dark and windowless spaces. So how about natural light? Is there any way to simply add more of that? Windows are expensive, which is the unfortunate part, but also kitchens are these very greasy spaces. And I had one design consultant point out that adding windows in the wrong area can actually end up adding more work for the staff who's going to be forced to clean those windows. Mm -hmm. So placement is really important and you want to position the windows away from cooking equipment. But we all know that natural light can make a world of difference to an environment. So if operators are willing to invest, it, it's generally recommended. And they can look at options like skylights to bring in light from overhead, or also what are called transom windows, which are these slimmer windows you can position higher up on the wall. So you still have space for your countertop and equipment, but you're also letting in some natural light. Mm. Transom windows don't typically open, so they're generally not as expensive as windows that actually let in fresh air. So it can be a better option. But of course, not all kitchens are even going to allow for windows, and maybe it's simply not in the budget. And in this case, you should consider how else you can add natural light. Just for example, one expert recommended taking a look at your expo area and seeing if you can add glass. So then at least you're getting some window light that's coming into the kitchen from the street. So any other top design recommendations that operators can consider? Designate an employee break room. Staff shouldn't have to go out in the back alley and take a smoke break to get a little bit of space from customers. Break rooms really create a space for staff to de-stress, and you can even turn it into somewhat of a gathering space to bring staff together for meetings or, you know, things like family meal. Likewise, it's a good idea to have a designated staff bathroom. Just like staff don't really want to mingle with guests while eating a quick staff meal, they don't typically want to make small talk on their way to the bathroom with other customers. Mm -hmm. And then also being mindful of acoustic and visual stressors. Is there a glaring beam of sunlight shining down into the dining room every afternoon? That might not be a big deal if you're in and out or even just dining out for an hour. But for staff that have to run around in that dining room all afternoon, this can really take a subtle toll. So investing in the right shades yeah. or little details like that can go a long way. And the same goes for noise. You'll want to work with your architect on ways to dampen what's an inherently loud environment of a restaurant. And this could be through ceiling design or other forms of insulation. But the important thing is we know constant loud noise can really wear on anyone. That makes total sense. And who wants to walk around all day wearing sunscreen? <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Grace. We know work environment is super important to overall well-being, and I think this is a really important topic that we're that we're talking about today. So thanks so much. Absolutely. Happy to be here. That's all for this week, folks. Until next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>